Okay, welcome to Barrel Surf Podcast. We are here in the Barrel Surf Podcast studios. It is Saturday. I don't know what that is as usual. It's 7th of March, 2020. It's been a big day in surfing. In the studio today, we have T-Bone as usual. Hello, T-Bone. Good day, Nemo. Good reason to celebrate this afternoon. Mate, we've got a big reason to celebrate. We'll get onto that shortly. We've got Adzi back in the studio. Hello, thanks for having me back. Good to be here as usual. Welcome back from Bali, Adzi. Yes, very good. He's good brought a growler with him, mate. He's welcome any day of the yeah, week. Anyone who brings beer is welcome in this podcast. I'll tell you what, he's, he's come into the studio today with a big growler of Wild Hop beer from local brewery Wild Hop. Thank you very much, guys, for that. That's um, much appreciated. We'll hook into that shortly. Yeah, we'll give uh, a good, honest review of that uh, yeah. when we get to it. I know it tastes beautiful, so that's that's yeah. all good. And joining us in the studio today, we have Tim Hawken. G'day, Tim. G'day, boys. How's it going? Woo. Good to have you on board with the Barreled Surf Podcast, mate. It's good to be here drinking beer. Tim, we've uh, we've heard you on a couple of other podcasts past. Where, where, where might have heard you in the past, mate? Um, so I've been on the Lipped podcast a couple of times. Lipped, that's good right. Good old Lipped. Those yeah, boys, Kale and Jimmy. Um, and yeah, just been around, floating around between different states and writing for different publications and whatnot for the last bunch of years. So it's always good to just talk surf and have fun. Yeah, nice. So I, I think it was at last year you did a, a wetsuit review with Jimmy on Lipped. Yeah, we do, like we partner with Lipped to do wetsuit reviews for Empire Ave, which is a, okay. um, yep. an online website, a, a bloke and I link and run. Nice. And um, we've been doing those reviews for probably somewhere between five and eight years now, every okay. year. Um, and only the last couple of years we've partnered with those boys and it's quite cool to do the audio and then also have the backup reviews of each of the articles on the, on the website as well. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I, uh, I must uh, shout out to Empire Avenue. Obviously that's your, you're one of the, um, the partners with that one, aren't you? Yeah. Um, I've got the heads up about the, uh, Patagonia sale. I think it was a week or two ago. Ah, uh, yeah, that's Lincoln. Thanks, Lincoln. <laughs> Save you some cash. Thanks, Lincoln. I got the Patagonia for about three hundred bucks. I think it was sweet. I got yeah. a couple of Patagonias uh, at the moment, courtesy of Greg Long when he came and stayed at my house. G Long, old Gregory Long. He's a fantastic man and uh, buffed me out with a couple of Patagonia weddies oh, for putting him up for a week. I was oh, pretty nice happy about one. that. Yeah, he'd come stay with me next time. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. But um, mate, I heard that Tim Timmy as. Timmy. Some people call him, or the Iceman, as we know him, doesn't need a wetsuit due to his moniker of the Iceman. How do you get that name, Adzi? Well, look, it was a few years ago at the local Yelling Up Single Fin Theory, and it was like October, November. Yelling Up Board Riders? Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's supposed to be sunny and warm that time of year, but we're at a certain car park location, and it was terrible surf howling suddenly, icy it was like 12 degrees and 30 knots suddenly. Oh, balmy <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you see the ice man he was in a blue rashy and uh mate he was just ripping his way very calm and collected all the way through to the final i believe you made that year didn't that you year, yep. and nice. uh it was uh it was a combination of his skill in the cold and <laughs> his um his calm state of surfing whilst being very proficient under pressure that led me to uh, dub him the Iceman and then it turns out he's from Victoria and it all just made sense. Yeah, and it stuck too. I get so many people around town just probably don't even know my real name. Just go, Iceman, how's it? Ice the Iceman. Ice so there it is. He's the Iceman and uh, he is a fantastic surfer and a great commentator. We're stoked to have him here and share a few beers. Yeah, stoked to have the Iceman, Tim, on board. He's, um, I've actually got his book in, um, in my bedroom ready to read. Uh, that sounds a bit creepy actually. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Tim can come we, and read it about, to you. It's about this stage we should say that he actually um, writes books for a living. Tim is an author. He's a published author. He's, uh, what, what, it's, um, Hell, is it Hell? Hellbound. Hellbound, yeah. your book, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my wife's a huge fan of it, so I look forward to having a read of that one. It's ready to go, so looking forward to that. Yeah, cool. Now, T-Bone, what's going on in the QS? Well, the QS, mate, as you know, there's been a lot happening. Um, if we look at the, well, let's start with the higher sort of rating one, the QS 3000, the Vistla Central Coast Pro, our friend Matty Banting took Matt that Banting. out. Um, he beats Sheldon Simkus in the final. Uh, and So that's the one on the Central, Central Coast. Central yeah. Coast, yeah. Okay. Yep. And it's only a 1,000, was it's it? It's a 3,000. 3,000? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, and uh, we had, obviously, we had um, Mason Ho took out the Air Tahiti Rangaroo Pro, which looked like really good conditions. Like, did you, the did right you hand see the waves? Barreling. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like QS best. 1,000. <laughs> Bump that little event up for sure. It's in Tahiti, yeah? In Tahiti, yeah. Wow. Those waves were tailor-made for Mason Ho, oh, weren't they? they? It was just like one of his clips where he's surfing in front of those little rocks all the time, getting these crazy little shallow barrels and coming out and doing a cutty so yeah stoked to see him i think the best part about that is not so much oh it's a 1000 whatever but probably just give him uh, a bit of cred but more importantly hopefully it gives him a bit of a springboard to get into those um hawaii events at the end of the year challenger series and the bigger race because he's not going to get into them otherwise and mate we want to see him in those things just looking at the you know going to the challenger series and you look at those eight events on the challenger series and probably two of them are held in decent ways i think it's going to open up the market for a lot of lesser-known surfers who are maybe not so good, don't have a big wave game, but the, the guys that have got a great air game, small wave game, to actually gain heaps of points to actually gain qualification. So, Do we want that? Do well, we? <laughs> it's, to, to me, it's not, not really. I, I sort of look at the, um, the, the eight locations and, I mean, there's Hawaii the last List couple of events. List and what have we got? Well, you got the Sydney Pro at where is this, where's the Sydney Pro at? Is it Manly or Manly. something? Or? Shit, I mean, it's going to be shit. I mean, yeah. I don't know much about the Pihar Pro. Uh, can be good. Can Pihar be can be can banging, be but yeah, yeah. Can, it's pretty shifty beach breaks most of the beach time. Break, and yeah. then you look at Portugal and what else do we have on the uh, Belido's been Belido can get good, but it's been pretty crap. once again beach break. Yeah, it, beach breaks, it can yeah. really open it up for someone who's got an excellent small wave game who can do big air rotations and actually game big points to qualify mm. not so sure how tailor made for the brazilians pretty much yep but that's why we want it to be good to see mason get at least a seating to be there for the last couple of events in hawaii because i mean one i guess he you can qualify off those two events alone but it's just good to see mason ho competing uh, even if it's just for the post-heat interviews question He's for you does, does mason ho want to qualify i don't think so oh i reckon if he I, I re- like I think he just likes to have too much fun going oh. surfing, getting barreling, and at the end of the day, he'd be well. I if he surf. made it, he'd he'd yeah. he'd go on tour. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> well, no, of course okay. he would, wouldn't well, he? Yeah. If yeah. he finished first and second in Halle even Sunset, and you got on tour, it's he's not going to pull the old Taj Barrow of '96 and go, "I'm not ready." No, and, he, <laughs> but, and he's also, you know, but he's also on the same token, he's not going to grind it out. At no. a lot of those QS events, it's not imperative. So he's going. To, he's going to the, the you know the thousand point Rangiroa Pro. No, he ain't going, going to Brazil. He ain't no. going to Japan. Yeah, he ain't right. going to those kind of joints. So yeah. really, if if he does really well and like you say, goes in these lower ones in good waves, and then gets to a couple of the bigger ones where the waves are firing, maybe he's a chance. And I think he would totally 
he'd do it, but yeah. I don't think it's a massive goal of his to no, do it. I obviously, don't think so either. Yeah. it's not going to affect his career, and it's not no. his career trajectory. 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 No, well, I mean, Rip Curl. He's he's Rip Curl. He's he's yeah. the fun guy. He's he the search is, guy. Yeah. They've got they've got Gabby and they've got Mick, yes. and then he's the team. injection of fun. You've got you've got the the Terminator. You got the retired searcher and Mick, and then you got Mason Mason Ho just oh, having, right, still having the most fun in surfing. Yep. What about Mikey Wright? Who's he? He's quick. He's quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of the Brazilian storm, we've got a bit of a push in, with the South Africans. You see the last woman's QS, we had a young South African uh, young, young woman win, Sarah Baum. Oh, she's South African? Yeah, she's South okay. African. She won the Sister Revolution Central Coast Prize. So it's good to see the South Africans making a bit of a push. Obviously, we've got uh, Maddie McGilvray on the tour this year, and it uh, looks like some up-and-coming young Young women from Speak, South Africa. Speaking of the um the girls, what happened to Bianca Butentag? I'm not sure. Yeah, we didn't have a clue, no. Yeah, she she got a couple of good results, and then uh, away she went. Shortly thereafter, hey, big news though. What's the big news? Just mate? wrapped up in the Newcastle Pro the QS five thousand for Hang the women. Do I ha- do I have a Bronte's beat? Cool. We just got to get into it. Bronnie McCauley, first place. All right. That's only well uh, done, Bronte. hours old. She's taken out the chocolates in Newcastle, 5,000 points under her belt. And uh, yeah, she's pretty much qualified for next year already. Yeah, it's fantastic. I um, obviously, you know, being a father of a young family and work and whatnot, don't get to sit down and watch every heat. But I did just flick it on this morning while I was on dad duties quickly and First thing I saw was about 30 seconds into one of her heats and she just teed off on this right-hander, big backhand, vertical Rio, and it was it was like 8.3. It was in the first 30 seconds and I was just like, oh, yes, sweet. She's got some serious momentum and confidence yep. going today and uh, D-Mac would have been giggling excitedly on the sand at that point. Is that, is that the first or second QS she's ever won? I think I just no, she's won a few. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. She's won a couple of those six thousand. No, she's won a few times. And those sorts I of think a, a win in a five thousand, even being so early in the year, it's got to put you in pretty yeah. solid position to re-qualify next year. You know, she can really pick and choose now, and only needs a couple of half decent results, and she should um, solidify her place if she needs to. But she's not going to because she's a macker, and she's just going to qualify through the big league anyway. Well, well, she, she, hey, that. really exciting. She's got G-Land on the calendar this year. Yeah, right. And I tell you what, like seeing her surf up north in the desert on pitting lefts, she's pretty handy and could could be a really good dark horse to take that out. Like she's an amazing tube rider. She charges. There's a perfect opportunity for her potentially take out a, a CT. Yeah, that's a really good point, uh, Iceman. I <laughs> hadn't thought of that, but you're 100% correct. She is born and bred literally in those big heavy left-hand tubes up there she's a goofy footer you would have to put her at a forerunner straight off the bat to if, if it's six to eight foot g land not many chicks are really going to have the same sort of dig with the same confidence level that she would you'd think yeah, so, yeah well i mean point. like there's there's carissa who would but she's not on tour not there. um courtney's obviously going to have a crack lakey's going to have a crack sally's going to have a crack 
Steph's going to have a crack. Tatiana's going to have a crack. Uh, any of them? Malaya Manuel, Tatiana's Tatiana the only Goofy. goofy. Tony's yeah, well, I mean, um, mate. So there's a handful of girls. Coco Ho's probably another one that'll have a really, really solid go. So there's there are a handful of girls that really charge. But in terms of that, yeah, tube riding prowess, and it is really does really suit a forehand. Oh, um, yeah, sure. It's it's a difficult. There's a lot of sections. It's a lot of really. It's really hard out there. I was talking to Taj. He's like, oh, I hate that wave. Really? <laughs> oh, he just found it really hard. He just finds it well, really hard. Well, that's nice. So there it is, yeah. Ice Man. I'm I'm. I'm going to run with that. Bronte McCauley is going to win G-Land. Straight up. I mean, I mean, it's pretty much a given now. As long as it's <laughs> six foot. Might as well yeah. drop the house on it. Yeah, pretty much. We've talked about her backhand quite a few times. And if you look at the first two events on the on the championship tour, you've got, well, hopefully there'll be conditions that the snap will be breaking backhand. And then you've got Bells Beach. It's on her backhand. So with that confidence taking out the new E-Pro... On her backhand, um, she, she's got a good. Yeah, hopefully she'll final or, or, or will do really well in the first two events, and then we go to Margaret River, and then we go to G Land. I must admit, though, I've been to G Land twelve, thirteen times, and it is bloody difficult in your backhand. It's it's, yeah, it's pretty sexual. gnarly. I mean, you have to obviously be a pro surfer to serve it well, because I'm not a pro surfer, but it's a, it's a difficult wave, and you'd have to favour the goofy footers, except if you're. Slater or... Yeah, well, I mean, like, Jack Robbo is going to be really exciting out yeah, there this sure. year as well. You have exceptions, um, no doubt. Gabby's going to be the guy to beat, though. He is a weapon out of that wave. Yeah. Uh, you look at how good he is at cloud break or was at cloud break yep. when it was on tour. He's he's for sure going to be the guy to beat. And obviously, the John Johns and the Jack Robbos and those guys could totally take it out, but you've got to put your money on Gabby. You reckon Idlow will back it up? Idlow... It's going to be it's going to be pretty interesting. He's trying to pretty hard. He's <laughs> motivated. <laughs> There's... He's incredible. I get you know, but Gabby's just so polished, and he's been there before. Mm. It'll be really interesting to see how Italo handles the attention because he's he's flown under the radar really the last couple of years. Now he's going to have every camera in his face. He's going to have to be at every single pre-event press um, press conference. There's so much more. Um, so many more responsibilities you have to deal with when you're on for tour, sure, when you're the world, sure. current world champ. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see how he yeah. deals with it. Do you remember he won bells and he locked himself in the portaloo and uh, <laughs> just went absolutely <laughs> nuts in there? <laughs> the old world, world title hangover, as they call it. Is, yeah. It's a difficult it's, one to it's back really, up. It's really, really hard to back up. I mean, you've got to be... And there's a lot of guys like Callie didn't back it up. He's next year on tour and he's the greatest of all time. So... You know, he got distracted. He did Baywatch thing, but there's there's so much more attention, did, and it does did funny something things. on Baywatch. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, John John backed it up. John. He got two in a row, didn't he? Yep, John John he did. Yep. Yeah, he did. yeah. Andy did three, three in a row. Mr yeah. did four. Mr twenty in the corner over there. It that's is uh, in left the over from the Twin Fin Tango. Yeah, didn't actually get wet. Didn't fire a shot in anger because I was too scared to actually ride it, and I should have done because I crabbed it and. Sip a beer. Oh, that wild hop's good. Sip a, we are drinking the wild hop. Which one? What is Thank it? You wild hop. What are we? What are we having, Anthony? mate? So I went down to the local brewery this morning. Fantastic establishment. Uh, awesome setting. I'm sure we've all been down there. Uh, got a nice dam and big open area out there. They got a big wood fired oven where they cook up some seriously tasty treats. And uh, yeah, brewing out of the local rainwater, all sorts of uh, different types of flavour. But the good uh, lads down there, Chalky, thanks Chalky, filled up a two-litre growler for us this morning of a new batch. 
called Accidental Luxury Aussie <laughs> Neeper, 6.2%. Aussie Neeper. Has it got a whole bunch of great It's pretty hazy. It's look at it. It's got a whole lot of stuff yeah. in there by the hazy looks of it. There's a like lot of hop in there. There's a lot of breakfast That's in pretty there. light beer for you, Adzi, 6.2. Yeah, well, he offered us the uh, 8.3 Neeper. Jeez, he would have been and crawling, I said, home. yeah, no, nah, we'll go the 6.2 just in case things get a bit messy too early on in the potty. We'll take it a little bit, little bit easy. Um, just getting back to Bronte uh, taking out the Newcastle Pro. One thing to uh, keep an eye out this year is uh, in your fantasy. I think we're going to have a bit of a chat about this. Um, you know, obviously, I, I, don't, I don't like to bring it up too much, but, you You're know, third in the world yeah. in WSL <laughs> fantasy last yeah. year. So I noticed on the black boy there we had <laughs> Tim's The Iceman fantasy speculation i'm like what do we care what he thinks well <laughs> you're the one who got third yeah but they, but, they do uh, a few articles on empire ever about this were you, do they? you okay. in any comps were you tim last year i was in a few but um that speculation is more about what they're doing with the format yes because okay. they just sent out an email this week saying it's been reimagined Overhauled. and we don't know what that means whether they've just put a message board on it or but something to talk about later on so I'm just on the WSL website now and it says the game has changed. I see. I wonder so if that means they're going to give some prizes out. Surprise. Yeah, yes. how, how good would yeah. that be? Write yeah, down yeah. a third in the world. Right third in the, the world would be a couple of new yeah. surfboards or something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Two you, got, more. You, you won that, yeah, two more, exactly. Two I mean, more. it's not yeah. too late. Even a VIP pass to the, to the Margaret River event, um, Nami. Yeah. WSL, if, you, if you're listening right now, yeah, well, How about we're, the, whole, the whole crew here. We're trying to, we're trying <laughs> to get a media pass anyway. And me mates mates too. If any, you, if any of you boys have got some contacts there and they're not they're not returning my calls at the moment yeah. um <laughs> i don't know why speaking of the uh the two boards that i won for coming third in the whole world um what, what did you come against th- uh third yeah <laughs> in the whole world the whole <laughs> is that the whole wide world or just <laughs> www just just, just wa oh, that's yeah. the world yeah um, yeah, so I was ta- I was speaking to Corey uh, over in Victoria on the phone again this week, and um, yeah, we've got a, a very special sled coming up yeah, from wait. Corey. Yeah, it must be GC. Well, he uh, he had a couple of issues with his chafing machine. He's got it back up and running at a hundred and ten percent now. He's he's stoked. He had a little while out of the bay, out of his own bay, and um, he's got the machine up and running, and he's making some sick boards. So if you're over that way, go see Corey. And what uh, dimensions are you getting off him for your freebie? Well, I'm keep in mind you're what six three hundred kilos, something like that. Twenty kilos, no, big, yeah. big fella. No, six three ninety five. That's it. Yeah, um, okay. So he's making me a mid length twins art with numpster side fins. Crikey, what the hell is that? That's the old saucy. twins and numpster. Twins, twins and numpster. Yeah, I never even heard of. Yeah, I've had heaps of them. Um, so <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Six eleven uh, twins and numpster with uh, channels. So twins and numpster is obviously the big twin and the little little bloody keels or something little like numpster that. Numpster fins, yeah, mate. Numpsters. <laughs> Everyone knows what a numpster is. So um, I think I just I think I was riding one of them in Bali this there recently. You go. Funnily yeah. Enough. So uh, we'll see how that goes. It's uh. I was thinking, you know, normal performance board, you sort of turn those over pretty quickly. But if you get something a bit special, this is a bit special taking this board. So, um, yeah. Nice get something that lasts a bit longer. Exactly. It'll, yeah. it'll be a forever board. So, yeah, cool. looking forward to seeing that. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, Tim, what's your thoughts on the, uh, the what they might be doing with the fantasy this year? Oh, mate, it's all speculation. Mm. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, it'd be disappointing if they said they'd reimagined it and they went to the draft format where they're worth money and they increase in value and stuff like every other fancy yep, yep. thing in the whole world. Um, so, but I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't discount that mm. the whole drafting thing. Um, I, I really liked the, I really like the tier format, and I really like how that was a point of difference from Surfer Mag. Yep. Um, when they first first launched, and that was a reason to do that contest. So if they were to move back to that kind of cash format, I think that would be a little bit weird. I hope they do introduce some prizes. It'd be really cool to see like the winner of the world get a VIP trip to Snapper to start off the following year or yeah, something like sure. that. Um, even if it's just first in the world, just to like get some interest happening. I reckon that'd be yeah, pretty absolutely. cool. Yeah, um, sure. Maybe having a prize for the the winner of each event as well. Yeah, it's not that many um, events to hand out. Even if it's a pro, even if it's a VIP at the WCT comp. Closest, closest to your to home, you, you know, yeah. whether it be, you know, yeah, Brazil, America, whatever. Hawaii, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, sure. just, you yeah. don't have to fly us around the world first class, all the rest no, of it, no. but uh, a little bit of something would yeah. um, just give us a few beers it. and a seat at our local event. We'd be happy. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of of, of fantasy leagues, Namu, um, one of our friends, uh, Justin, he uh, asked if we're going to do a barrel surf podcast uh, fantasy league this year. That's a very good question. Oh, yeah. Any prizes? Certainly, certainly thought about it. I've got a, uh, a six eleven Twinser with the Nubster pins. Hand me down prize. Put up, put up. No, just joking. I, don't know if I want to compete against maybe this guy. A, a bus ticket to Margaret River or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. anywhere in Australia. Yeah. Well, we might have to have a chat with a couple of local shapers and see if we can organise something. Um, Jake's already got a board on offer. Uh, Jake Patter does prizes for each event for his legs too. Each event? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little uh, I think it's like packs a or something. signed Rashi from oh, one yeah. of his surfers in the events. Yeah, cool. Which is a nice little prize. Yeah, snake yeah. tails. That's pretty cool. It's yeah. definitely one to join. Yeah. But in- interestingly, um, Lincoln from Empire Ave sent me an email the other day. There's a new um, fantasy surf contest okay. that's starting up and I think it's called Surf Ival. And basically, it's a survival contest where you pick one surfer per event. You're not allowed to pick the same per surfer twice. And if they don't make the third round, you're gone from the competition. Mm. And then at the end of it, it's like the last person standing or and then there's like some kind of countback mechanism, $20 to enter yep. and it's $500 first prize. Interesting. I was like, that's pretty cool. It's yeah, just yeah, like a really good. interesting format. So I really am interested to see what the WSL do. I don't think it's going to be quite that radical of a change. <laughs> yeah. But I love it that people are throwing up these different ideas. Yeah, for sure. At least they give you 500 bucks. Did, yeah. we, did we have anyone last year take out a CT that was sort of in the out of the top 10? Did we have any... Hail Marys that came in and done well. I don't think we well, did. Well, Owen we? Wright won um, Chopes, didn't he? But That's, we, that was about. We that. didn't have a lower seed. No, you like your Kai Otten style win. Yeah, Kai at, in Portugal that time. I don't know if just back to the fantasy again. Sorry, surf stats. Have you guys heard about this one? I'm pretty sure that they it's uh, they they messaged me after um, Pipe saying you know the WSL don't do uh, prizes, but fantasy surf sessions do. So there you go. Maybe have a look at Fantasy Surf Sessions because yeah, they, cool. they've got some prizes on offer. Yeah, and the, the, pro, the unfortunately, Shane, that won the, won the whole thing. Shane, yeah. He wasn't in any, any league, so. Well, he wasn't even rough. in so a league, so he didn't up. even, you won two boards. That's awesome. Nothing. And you stunk it up getting third. <laughs> and he won the thing and got <laughs> absolutely nothing. That's yeah. heavy. So thanks, Lips. Yeah, Jimmy Kale, cheers for yeah, the board. And Jake so th- those guys also do a prize for each event, which is a pair of Dragon Sunnies, which is yeah, nice, that's right, yeah, nice prize. I, heard as well. young I think Morgan. we're all going to enter this year, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. 
It's um, so you guys been surfing at all? Just uh, let's keep it real here. Surfing. Everyone been getting waves, or it's been pretty average the last week. It's been pretty average. I've been yeah. pushing, pushing McGromie in. That's about it. Oh sweet, He's that's been, cool. That's just as fun. Yeah, went, went down to the uh, the nose last week. And pushed, oh, did you push a young fella into a few? He loves it down there. Were you pushing your girls in, T Bone? It seems like that's a thing. Not yet, with. mate. Not yet. I think my youngest one might be keen, but um, yeah, you never know. I mean, the oldest one's looking like to be a maybe a tennis player. Yeah. One of these days. Yeah, she's got, prize money yeah, she's got some height. Yeah. And that's always a key agenda. Russian background. Should be, yeah, should be that's it. Exactly. Next Sharapova. Yeah, yeah. Sharapova. Fantastic. But, um, I just went on a little surf trip to Bali, actually. Good old Bali. Did you get Bing Team virus up there? Look, I didn't, <laughs> but uh, I nearly got into a fight with a 75-year-old man, if that counts for anything. In the surf? No, in a restaurant. Yeah. Ooh, what that was, sounds what like was the blue about? Me. Okay, well, look, this may or may not have happened. Happened, yeah. Australia. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, it might have, it might not have. This but is anyway, the ob- objective truth. It is, it is. So I was sitting there having a uh, leisurely uh, dinner with my family and two young children. Um, I'd had a few bintangs, obviously. I'd had a hard day in the surf and the pool. And, uh, you know, I looked at this table across across the way and uh, Elvis Presley was playing out of the local live Indonesian band in this restaurant. And there was two couples, uh, they were in their mid-70s, and they were having a good old time. And the two couples were up dancing away, getting some pretty serious Where were groups. they from, mate? You get, you get they were Australian. Aussies, they were good yeah. old Aussies. And, uh, mates, I um, noticed that there was a poor old lady by herself sitting there watching her two couple friends dancing up a storm to um, Elvis Presley. Uh, and uh, I said to my missus, Gee, that's, I feel bad for this poor old duck. Her husband's probably dead. You know, she's come over to Bali with her friends and they're dancing away, having a good old time. And she's just sitting there looking real sad. Should I go up and ask her to dance? My missus says, yeah, that's a good idea. You should definitely do that. So I go over there. I said, hey, would you like to dance? She's like, yeah, sure. That'd be great. Thanks. We're all laughing and carrying on. We start dancing and this, this old 75-year-old duck Starts dancing with me, you know. Her hand starts to go a little bit low. Were you shaking those hips, mate? I was shaking them, mate. She grabbed them. She Oof. grabbed those hips. And uh, I, was like, those hips. I was like, oh, here we go. This is uh, interesting. And then what do you know? Out from the toilet comes her 75-year-old husband, not looking very happy with me at all. Comes strutting over with his chest out, the old boy. Head full and he stone. says, I'll take it from here, thanks, mate. <laughs> and I uh, said, okay, no worries. I'll fuck I went you back up, to so uh, you just got to be uh, careful of where you pick your fights in Bali. You never know what can happen, but it was a good holiday and I got nice lots it. of surfing done. So. Nice one. Yeah. That's so, so funny. So uh, Nusadur has changed, hasn't it? Yeah, no, I wasn't in Nusadur. I was in uh, Changu. Go there, everybody. Yeah. Mate, don't even worry about Changu. That place is full of hipster, hipster idiots and, and uh, fighting grandpas. Fighting grandpas. Yeah. Come to Changu. Yeah. Hipster idiots and fighting grandpas. Horny grandmas, obviously. Uh, yeah, classic. So you got a few waves, obviously. Great um, holiday, lots of waves. We can talk about the waves over there. Everyone yeah. knows them. It's yeah. not here. We don't talk about where the spots are here, but uh, yeah, to do it. Got a six to eight foot swell lasted a couple of days, nice. and um, yeah, warm, glassy. Surfed every day. Wasn't working. Sometimes surfed twice a day. Great. And then the missus surfed out front, uh, out front of the hotel, and got she got a whole bunch of little fatty peelers. So everyone was happy. <laughs> <laughs> what What about when she went surfing? Oh, uh, yeah, well, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, Ba-dum. well, look, hey, that old 75-year-old lady didn't think I was a fatty peeler, did she? She, she wanted a bit, but anyway. Clearly not, clearly no, not. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
uh, so we've been surfing. Say us were, we're, 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 the week before that it was pretty good though. So it's, yeah. it's been there's been some waves around. We've got to stay in the water. We've got to stay relevant. You know, like it's all good to uh, critique the world's best. But, yes, uh, you got to yes, get out there do, once or twice indeed. a week yourself, just to uh, you know get off the armchair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, one thing we um, Tyron T Bone and I talked about uh, last uh, last episode or the episode before I can't really remember now, but it was uh, our top five of all time in terms of male surfers. Now we're going to do this for the ladies as well because we're all about uh, the ladies' professional surfing as well as we've I think demonstrated pretty clearly uh, time time again. But um, at the moment we're going through the men and Adzi. Yes. As Kennedy, it's time for you to give us your top five. Okay, well, thank you. And if uh, I know you, you'll probably throw a tall tail in there as well. Well, look, I'll try to keep it brief uh, under the three-hour mark of the podcast, but uh, it's all right. Namo can edit me out where, where need be. Don't but worry, I've got a little alarm bell ready to Yeah, yeah, I've got my go. own special edit button on, uh, on my microphone. But look, it's always very hard to pick a top five, and everybody could pretty much pick the same four out of every five. Like it's, you know, how do you not pick certain people who are just the best uh but anyway for what it's worth here's mine taj burrow straight off the bat because this is no particular order no no particular order um mate he's obviously our local product he was just so fast and electric and light-footed yet still heavy-footed on the rail tube pig he had everything um he was my exact age born in the same year um so i grew up all the way through his teenage progression. It felt like he, he was our guy. I was really cheering for him. It's like your local football team, you know? Yeah. So Taj Barrett, uh, Ant-Man, once again, falls into the um, local legend category. Um, mate, I had posters on my wall when I, was a, when I was a young teenager of Ant-Man just taking off on the gnarliest things. Now, we did, we did post that, um, that footage from your uh, video, your did, movie that you made a few, yeah, we did. few yeah. years back on the Instagram. Um you got some mic problems there. No, is it still working? Yeah, it's still yeah, here. Okay, yeah. I pressed the button. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, we posted that and we will be posting more lubrication clippets. Look as, out for uh, lubrication clippets. Yeah, clippets. It's a new type of video. Lip it. Clip it. Clip it. Yeah. Clip heart. No. <laughs> Clip it lipped. But um, no, Ant-Man just... And, and, and the thing about Ant-Man that I always love, especially which I noticed in my filming days was... He always seemed to get the biggest, best wave of the day. No matter where he was, he just got the best one, the biggest one, the longest barrel, the biggest wave. It just seemed to have that knack to doing it. So, love no, him. We'll have to get him on, mate. I'd oh, love, he's, to, he's love on. to hear I'd, a couple of stories about the Eddie Icow days. Exactly. Like, yeah. Speaking, mate, he's coming on. I gave him a heads up. Just quickly interjecting there, speaking of old legends of our sport, yep. T-Bone has got a in the can, ready to go at a future future time, uh, interview with Sonny Abbotton. I heard about this at dinner last night down the pub with yeah, T-Bone. You know, he was, he was telling me about his old rusty um, days and some of the team riders. Um, and he also mentioned about um, a very early junior title against he surfed against martin chandler oh marty chandler is marty mc handler is he still down he's still yeah, in, yeah, yeah there yeah. he is he just um nearly won the inaugural yelling up big wave yeah. challenge against one very ant-man came second ant-man every, so there you go anytime i see marty i mean i don't know marty but every time i see him he's always getting the best ways and the best tubes and it was funny sunny sunny had a couple of people josh palmatier and martin chandler that yep. he competed at early days, but yeah. Well, mate, funnily enough, Marty Chandler was the first 
underground hero that I ever heard of. And it was through my mate Mono. Rest in peace, Mono. Rest in peace, Mono. Uh, he grew up over the back of a certain beach by the name of Smith. And uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a common generic name, Smith, so you won't know where it is. Brown's Beach. Yeah, but um, uh, mate, as a very young kid, I remember hearing a, stories from Mono, who was a great storyteller, about when it was these big, wild, woolly winter days where there'd be nobody out and blah, blah, blah in the late 80s, early 90s and he'd look out to sea and there'd just be one man out at this reef just pulling into these hell pits and it M. was Chandler. this guy called Marty Chandler yeah. who grew up on the hill there. With his, fam- his family yeah, had a, um, accommodation on there. So then I finally met him and became mates with him. He's an absolute legend of Shout a man, out to humble, and yeah, he yeah. still rips the bag, doesn't he, Iceman? Well, he does. Yeah, we'll let him know. Sonny says good day. Yeah, he told a quite a funny story about their uh, their heat. I think it was Bells at a at a at a national junior title. Yeah, he lives that. about six hundred meters that way. Okay, MC Ander, and he's he's ripping. He mate. rips. He's, yeah, he still yeah, rips. Yeah, and still single rips. fin comp every tube, year. He's always pig. a threat. Tube tube tube. And he's big laybacks. Um, the start of the big wave challenge in Yelling Up, which was in October, which ran in. I like to call it the medium wave challenge, but because uh, it was, yeah, you it was know, a few yeah. solid ones. it was eight to twelve yeah. foot. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty solid. Yeah. And the very first heat of the day, Marty Chandler, on like this seven six, I think it was a Jake Pato actually, um, just came out and just got this big Bell's bowl mm. on an eight footer yeah. and just did this big Larry layback. The crowd went nuts, and we we're just like, it was the first ever big wave comp at Yales, and we just went game on. Marty Chandler's opened up, so Sick. yeah. It was cold that day too. Yeah, eh? yeah it was good. Freezing so who else you got, mate? Okay, you so moving list? along to number three, Oki. Uh, oh. So for everybody, loves hard Oki. To, hard to not. Hard to not. As I said earlier, it's hard to pick five, but Oki, he's a funny bastard. Uh, you know, the power monger, childhood hero. I thought you were going to say Munger Barry then. Well, mate. Keep that microphone in front of your face, uh, mate. Oh, but uh, so, so many movies, you know, uh, of watching Oki when I was a kid. Like a so. Channel 7 newsreader. Oh, uh, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, uh, Rick Harden. Sorry, mate. So, yeah, I got to get a bit carried away. But Slater, number four, because, I mean, what do you... Because he's the goat. Because he's Slater. Yeah. Um, you know, momentum and black and white. I was a teenager, smoking heaps of doobies, watching those videos a million times over. Why would um, I eat the cereal if I don't like it? Yeah, that's it. That's... Uh, <laughs> It's, uh, so you can't go past that. And he's still there, and I still love watching him. Um, and then I thought I'd throw in a bit of a dark horse because I could easily throw in so many others, but uh, Munga Barry. Hey, Munga Barry. Yeah, see, wow. you were reading my mind over there, T-Bone. That was pretty weird. Michael Munga um, Barry. He's mate, a blast from the past. Yeah, and um, funnily green, enough. Green iguana, that section at, um, at Yale's Main. Yale's Woo-hoo. and uh, I believe, yeah. interjected, but it wasn't. Come on, boys. Sorry. Yep, just beat gotta, those I out. I edit this shit out. Okay, but it wasn't that. It was at, <laughs> It was in Bunyip Dreaming at another oh, certain locale. Love those movies, huh? Mate, I watched Bunyip Dreaming at least a thousand times to yeah. be conservative. And, uh, that's a his, lot of hours watching movies. That's a lot, eh? But um, that was my favourite section. And he just had that perennial, young, Aussie, frothing smile, stoke that just made me want to be Munger Barry. And yeah. he was the soundtrack to that. So Munger Barry, and um, I, I just loved him as a kid and watching those movies. And then, funnily enough, I happened uh, to bump into him one day, just quickly. Mm. Uh, I was about 18. I was down here. The Margaret River Masters were on. I was at a very out-of-the-way surf location uh, named after a reptile. What year? 
And what sort of year are we talking about here, man? Oh, this would have to be about 96, I reckon. Okay. And uh, my mates, I can't remember what happened. They'd either surfed or they didn't want to surf or whatever. It was offshore and it was good. And I said, well, mate, just drop me off here because I'm surfing and uh, I'll work out how to meet you guys at the concert later. I didn't have a car. It was a bit of like a half full drive track, been out of the way. So I said, drop me off. I'm going surfing. Yep. There's no one out. I'll work my own way out. I'll, I'll get back. I'll, I'll see you at the concert. You know, I'll hitch, hitch me way back down Kays Road. So I go out and then who should paddle out? Michael Mungaberry. Mungaberry. I just remember that drop he took. Was it Sunset? Like a, it was just a 15 foot drop. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Just, yeah, I do. Yeah. He's pretty small. So it's probably only yeah. about eight foot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So any, I'm he's... surfing with Mungaberry and I'm just like, mate, I can't believe it. I've just watched him a thousand times on this video and here he is. And I'm chatting to him and he seemed like a real nice dude. And he's like, where's your car, man? I'm like, oh, mate, I left me mates. I'm going to hitch back. Are you going to Margie's? Can I have a lift? He's like, yeah, no worries, we'll give you a lift. He was with, like, you know, his coach and his bloody manager and he had a bit of a team, you know. And I'm like, I'm so stoked. I'm starstruck, you know. And then anyway, and then we have a surf and it's all good. And we get back to the car park and I've got this pre-rolled doobie, you know, because I was pretty into smoking doobies when I was 18. And I was like, mate, if I could smoke a doobie with Munga Barry, I'll be so stoked after surfing with him. So I asked him, yeah, mate, you want to surf? He's like, uh, you want to smoke? He's like, yeah, yeah, no worries, man. I'm like, oh, no way. I can't believe the boys are going to be so devoid that they left me here and I'm just surfing and smoking doobies with Munga Barry. And then his manager comes over and says, hey, Munga, it's not a good idea, mate. You've got to compete tomorrow. Munga's like, oh, yeah, okay, no worries. no." And I was, <laughs> mate, I hated that manager. I wanted to punch him in the face. Yeah, yeah. So I smoked me doobie, got in the car, they gave me a lift back. It was still great, but uh, fuck that manager. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> manager. Yeah. At least we so can there's say, me five. At least we can Classic. say that that story actually happened rather than it may or may not have happened. Well, it, it might not have. Might yeah. not have may or yeah. may not have happened. You know my stories, you know. Michael Munger Barry, what wonder so what he's up to now. It's getting tubed, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I'm smiling. I think that's probably not a bad idea for um future episodes on the podcast, Barrel Surf Podcast. Um is to do where are they now? Because it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. I mean, speaking of Sonny, I mean, he brought up some old names. Gary Green. Gaza like, Green. Where is Gary Green? Mr. X. Oh, no. Mr. That, X. That, 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 was, that was Glenn Winton. Glenn Winton. Yeah. 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 With the web gloves. Yeah, with the web gloves. Oh, that web was good. We, we need to track down some of these old Yeah, we old should. Legends, it wouldn't because, take much. Um, yeah. We do need to track down some of these legends on Barrel Surf Podcast. Reckon- you are here with T-Bone and Namu. We've got Tim in the studio, and we've also got, I yeah. should say, Iceman. Tim the Iceman. Adzi with us as well. Um, yeah, I think that's a great idea to have the old legends, uh, where are they now sort of thing. I, mean, I reckon Ant-Man would have half their numbers. He probably numbers. would. Yeah, probably we'll would, track him, yeah. yeah. Speaking of legends, um, the GOAT, 30th year on tour. What do you reckon, Tim? Nice segue. Oh, 30th T-Bone. year on tour. 30th year on nice tour. Nice segue. Unbelievable. So Seamless. he just dropped a clip of him surfing at Holly Eva. No, no. Is ripping. Yeah. Like yeah. surfing so good, so much better than he, he – last year he definitely felt pretty lacklustre and I put him in my team a couple of times and regretted it. This year I'm kind of like, oh, hey, he could actually – he looks a lot more relaxed. Yeah. Relaxed. He's ripping. Um, it was fun on that clip. I think it was. Did you um, watch the tour notes? Leo Fioravanti. Yeah, yeah, goes yeah, goes. Oh, Grandpa's yeah. ripping out there. <laughs> Grandpa's ripping, <laughs> and uh, he was. Grandpa could yeah. be. He could be a pick this yeah. year. Yeah, I don't know about world title pick, but yeah. like maybe top ten. Well, I mean, he was top ten this year. Yeah. He finished ninth or eighth. But I mean, he 
he mentioned about he was it was pretty stressed out from from qualifying for the Olympics, yep. and then obviously he had he was pretty stressed with with Sonny Garcia, and um, and then he had those injuries. He had a lot of shit going on, and uh, I mean I'm uh, I'm it's going to be exciting to see him go go around. I'm thinking this could be his last. I'm thinking this could be his last. He's got nothing else to prove. But you say that. He's also got nothing else to do. No. <laughs> true, true, true. He just, he loves competing. I would yeah. not be surprised if he's there for another 10 years. He's just like, oh, I'll just, I'll just go one more. 58-year-old. He has 11, like George Foreman, like winning world, world titles <laughs> at 50. No, 40, 48. Heavyweight world champ of the still world. top 10. Yeah, he's a freak. He's a freak. Yeah. He's the freak of freaks. He is an absolute inspiration for older gentlemen like my myself. We're in the same vintage. T- well, You're t- probably about a few days... Um, <laughs> Older or younger than uh, I'm a Kelly. few days younger than You're Robert. Very close, Robert yeah, Kelly right. Slater, and wow. uh, I think to myself, "Geez, yeah. how many world titles? How many world titles have I won? Yeah, I haven't opened up a single wave pool. <laughs> and, you, um, got, you guys have eleven world titles between you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And we've between us, we've been on Baywatch and had sex with Pam. <laughs> yeah, but geez, he looks sharp on those boards. Whatever yeah. he's riding, he looks so sharp. Look really good. Yeah. Just a quick point on what Timmy was saying, Tim the Ice Man, uh, about. You know, he's got nothing else to do and, and he he just knows how to do it so well. When I was down uh, for a few years in a row, I was lucky enough to be Taj's caddy, which gave me all access to the uh, area. And I was hanging out there watching heats, obviously, and just, you know, eating and drinking as much free like shit as I could. you coach as well there, as he, or, Look, just, or just caddy? Well, I reckon yeah. you would have shat out yeah, a few oh, words mate, of wisdom there. You know, yeah, look, I don't think... He yeah. stuck out like dog's balls too because yeah. yeah. he had the black and white striped what on. Yeah, Rottweiler's balls on a chihuahua. But, um, mate, uh, one thing I did notice was that everybody else was sort of acting like you probably normally would in a very crowded, uh, busy environment that is the inside of a WCT event. Like, there's a lot going on. Everyone's friendly and everyone's good, but they're all quite busy and they're quite doing this and that. Mate, Kelly was just sprawled out on this couch in the middle of everyone just having a little power nap. And that level of um, was relaxation... He it was, man, in that comfort in such a busy... High energy octane environment. Leads, Thirty years. Yeah, he's, he's leads, seen it all before. Exactly. Yeah. Like to him, it is just is his life. He so he's never going to burn out because, mate, he looked the most relaxed there out of anywhere you could ever seen him. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Um, T Bone, I've got a stat stat search for you, mate. Who's the youngest on tour this year? Youngest on tour this year. Ooh, damn it. It's got to be. Morgan. I know this one, Morgan. Yeah, it Morgan, have to be Morgan Sibilic. Morgan Sibilic. Yeah. So he's yeah. not twenty yet, is he? He'd be around 20. I thought he was 20. I thought I heard yeah. on that podcast with Lipped the other day. That was a great little podcast yeah. with Morgan it's quite and Conor O'Leary. quite yeah. funny. Yeah, it was he, good. He is very young. He's yeah, shout young out fella. to the Lip boys again. Though. That was a good good, um, good episode yeah, with Hawks. And um, it was, uh, who else was on it? it Conor O'Leary. Yeah. 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 He, he lost a sticker. Yeah, he lost, he lost yeah. a yeah, A lot of people have lost stickers. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> lost stickers. Six yeah. Mountain in the wave. Um, we'll stick a barrel surf podcast on the nose of that board, right? Exactly. Eh? It's uh, yeah. You, there's not that many around, so um, yeah. Um, just just on that, Tim, with your work with Empire, you you be sort of across the sort of situations with a few of the pros. Well, what's happening? Uh, we're all pretty aware that the retail situation is pretty dire, um, and the companies don't seem to have as many dollars to spend on the surfers. What, what's your take on that? Yeah. Um, it's it's really hard. I mean, definitely their turnovers not great. Um, 
I mean, Board Riders, the crew who own Billabong and Quicksilver have just been downgraded from um, one of the major kind of, um, I guess, trading portfolio crew who are like, they're a slightly higher risk share now. Mm. Um, Hurley obviously selling off and just breaking off to a distribution model, which means like there's, there's no way they're going to pay for that many athletes. They had the best team in the world by a country mile. They were spending so much money. They would have bought it and just looked at the sheet and gone, oh, how can we save some money? Oh, what's this line here that says like $30 million yeah. a, a month? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, That's you know, it's the Hurley thing was massive because they had – um, Michelle Berez, John John Florence, Adrian Buchan, Julian Wilson, Philippe Toledo, Lakey Peterson, Carissa Moore, I, like, and I'm missing some big names. Mm, How do you have, and so, like, I wouldn't say most, but a fair whack of those crew have, have bailed. Um, and that leaves all these free agents on the market who are incredible surfers. I mean, John John is the best. He's, He's the, the most best. marketable surfer in the world. Mm. And so... How and then anyone else who's like lost their sponsorship recently? How are they supposed to compete with someone like a John John? The, um, I mean Taj, he he dropped off with Billabong recently. He's back with West. He's back with West. He's know. he's Old on with Globe. Come back to um, burn brightly in WA. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But you look like Billabong's probably going. Oh, well, we've just had to pay a Taloa bonus. Yep. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. you know, there's there's a couple of mil for that. Yeah, exactly. Like so, they've got to balance their books. They've got to sell enough product to pay for that. It's it's really difficult. So, it'll be interesting to see. I think there was a really 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 good article in Stab about it saying there's a lot of surfers on tour right now, kind of hoping and praying John John takes a non endemic sponsor. So rather than going with someone like a Patagonia who would suit him to that, a T. That would suit. That's what I was thinking too. But like hopefully goes with say like a Lululemon or something that will pay him some more. Because if he takes a pay cut and goes, Oh, I'm just I'm gonna take five hundred grand a year, all of a sudden everyone's pay packets just Brings go down. Everyone's down. So it's it, it's a pretty tricky situation. Um, it's not like the heydays of the nineties and early two thousands no, where they were just sponsoring everyone. I mean, even, and that trickles all the way down. I remember coming up as a grommet, anyone who could do a Rio was had a sticker on their nose. Now you have to be like making state finals at least exactly. before you get yeah. anything thrown your way. So it, it's, they're tightening the screws and, you know, it's a good thing because it makes people hungrier again. People aren't as entitled. Yeah. Um, they realize they got to work for it. But I think what's going to have to happen is that a lot of the pro events can't be sponsored either. So you look at Nike. Nike don't sponsor a major Grand Slam tennis event. It's the Australian Kia Open or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So they've got banks and... Um, Harvey Norman's just come on as a sponsor for the Australian League of the WSL. <laughs> Good on you, Jerry. But like yeah. the more that those crew come in means the more that the Rip Curls and the Billabongs and the Hurleys of Definitely. the world can actually afford to sponsor athletes. For sure. Yeah. So I would hope that in the future, and I think maybe WSL projecting this a little bit more, that those events are sponsored by big corporations and the surfers are sponsored by the people who actually support the industry and have the technology and make surfboards and make wetsuits and do all that sort of stuff. It'll be interesting to see how we go for the next one or two years, especially with the new CEO that's, that's come on board, whether he can make a difference and, and attract those those, those um, non-surfing type sponsors. Well, he's like, going to put out a bunch of videos, we know that much. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, like, sure. and I like that model. I mean, yeah. they're, they're basically turning into a media company like a Red Bull rather than an events company. Sure. Who, now, who is Lululemon? They're the biggest kind of yoga 
brand in yoga the world. Like, yeah. like they'll, okay. they'll hate me for saying that. I've done a little bit of work for them. Um, they're, they're kind, they do a lot of running stuff. Just They're basically athletic, high-quality technical athletic product, but they got their start with yoga. Um, but Malaya Manuel is is riding for them. Yeah. She's ridden for them for a while. It, it wouldn't be surprising if I think John John went with them. I think he'd really suit Patagonia. But I, like I say... It's I, funny. I, I thought that about a month ago or something or when it all happened, I just thought Patagonia is such a good yeah. match for him, especially with that sailing thing and crosses, and yeah, you know. Foiling, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and just his whole attitude and his outlook. Yeah, exactly. Would, yep, he would. It and, would be amazing. But when you talk about like that expectation from other surfers, they're all going, come on, John, John, yeah, go, yeah, with, sure. you know, go with someone Play that's going to pay you heaps so that we, our salaries are justifiable. Yeah, exactly. And just quietly, how is the absolute wealth of knowledge that the Iceman has on all this marketing jargon? Jesus Iceman Christ. No wonder you pulled him in. I thought it was for his dazzling good looks and his Iceman qualities, but he's uh, he's got some serious <laughs> depth in this field. That's uh, good stuff. Well, Jeez. I like to think Jeez, that Iceman. we have our, uh, have our strengths on the podcast. We've got T-Bone with his stats and his stats. general wealth of knowledge. Uh, we've got Adzi with his tall tales. We've got Tim's Tom knowledge Fury. of the industry. Yep. And, and uh, who can his, actually pick a team? And, and we got, <laughs> <laughs> my, fantasy, my, my fantasy knowledge, yeah. Yeah, Nostradamus-like <laughs> qualities, basically. Hey, is um, tell me, is Chloe still sponsored by Tajo? Is he still? No, no. Well, he's hurling as well. Yeah, okay. And so, so you again, had Tajo stickers like for he, a couple he, of years. Tajo, what the hell he is that? Target. Yeah, I know it's Target, but <laughs> is it supposed to be called Target? Have I been calling no, no. it wrong for 40 years? Or <laughs> no, that's, what's Target? It's just making it sound Oh, that's just T-Bone being fancy over there? Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. A bit of French Jeez, I don't know anything. Yeah. Oh, world's gone topsy-turvy on me here. As yeah. has Maybe it was a French brand to start microphone. with. Yeah, um, yeah it's, an, it's an interesting one. I'm not, if, correct me if I'm mistaken, but um, Gabriel Medina has a fair, fair few sort of outside surfing sponsors. He does. Um, He's got out. a lot of sponsors. Sam, yeah. yeah, a lot. So I mean, he's he's sort of topping up his. But he's a national company. hero. Yeah, yeah. Um, so his poor Adriana. Yeah, mobile phones, cars, <laughs> all sorts yeah. of stuff. I, I think he's Mercedes. He's he's you know. Mercedes. I don't think nice. you can fit any more stickers on his board. No, no, there's a lot. They're of all glassed on. <laughs> Audi. There's a few. There's oh, Audi, a few car sorry, sponsors. There's a few yeah. car sponsors. He out there. he picked up Adidas last year. Did he? Okay. Pretty big. Samsung, Garana. Medina would really um, suit a full drug dealer Adidas tracksuit <laughs> set up, wouldn't he? He'd run that with a gold chain. I could see him doing that. Sure Real good. that and then yeah. we've got CBD. They seem to be sponsoring some of the big wave surfers. Yep. So. Yeah. They do, yeah. And I D'Souza's don't... back, isn't he? Just touching on him. Yeah. I, I, he's I he's been on the CBD. Best. Yeah, is he? <laughs> there you go. He's loosened up. Maybe he's a bit of the THC. injury that he had. Um, yeah. any, anyone across the CBD, anyone tried it? Have you tried it, Tim? Yep. Yep. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, it's good for inflammation. It's one of those things where I reckon you take it and you don't really notice and then when you stop taking it, you kind of go, oh, actually, it probably was doing something. Yeah, I'll um, talk to you offline about where we can get it because I don't know if you can get it. Is it a yeah, tablet, mate, or, or an oil? Like or? a tincture. There's oils, there's tinctures, there's all yeah. sorts of ways you it's can it, take it. It seems to be in a semi-quasi-legal limbo sort of land. Yeah, like it does. The, I'm seeing it with friends on Facebook who are openly selling it, so I'm like, well, okay, it's not like, you crack dealer on the local corner of Harlem, but right. um, it's. I think it's not fully. I, I don't even know to be honest. If the stuff that doesn't get you whacked, whether it's legal or illegal or what, but it seems pretty open. And I know it's prescription based in Australia, yeah. so it's, it's yeah. um it's open slather in the I, states. I haven't tried it, but I have inquired about it. Just 
for um, general curiosity. I mean, I bought a couple of smoothies for the kids today and had hemp seeds in it. Oh, yeah. I've been eating hemp seeds, courtesy <laughs> of uh, young Blakey down at Vass Valley Hemp Farm. Uh, there you go. Really good stuff to crumb your fish with. Then uh, they do a hemp seed duka, which goes well with the beer. But even that, I think that when they sell it, they've got something about like not to be consumed or like as a sticker on the packet, a lot really? of them in health yeah. food stores. It's like, well, why, why am I buying it? Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't eat it. Uh, the whole thing is eating it, surely. Well, see, I was always under the impression when we were smoking it, that if you smoke the seeds, you'd be infertile. Don't you remember that rumor? <laughs> no. No, you never heard that one? That was always... Is that the, a church or something? Yeah, that was the local church telling you that. Don't smoke the seeds in your weed, you'll become infertile. So, you know, uh, I'm not sure how the whole hemp thing, because it just seems like a whole bunch of seeds to me, but uh, anyway... Amazing, amazing. Happy days. I don't have to worry. I've got two kids. We're all done here. Yeah. We're all checking out on that front, aren't we? Still got your eyesight too. Yeah. You didn't go oh, blind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not oh, yeah. Not yeah. yet. That'll come. <laughs> yeah, look, actually, I'm surrounded by three blokes in glasses. Maybe that's why I feel so stupid. <laughs> I've had the cauterization of my um, bits down there, so there's no, no drama with the extra kids. Uh, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Dr. Snip. Dr. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. Nice man, Tim. What, what's what's going on for you in the next little bit, mate? We we did have a chat recently um, about I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this uh, about a potential movie project. So you you got a bit on the go? Yeah, I mean that I do. I've got I'm writing a new book at the moment. I'm I've got a film I'm trying to get off the ground. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Thing is, with that stuff, it it kind of like it could the rug could get pulled out at any second. Any it second. might not happen. Yep. So. Don't like to talk too much about it until it's actually happening. Um, but I'm movie, always working on stuff. Is the movie based on one of your books, I'm assuming, or is it a no, new concept? No, no, no. The one that I'm kind of trying to get happening at the moment is a horror film based in Nanup, which is just down the road. That sounds Ooh. very natural. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it really does. Nanup is a bit of a horror I show. I was listening to a crime podcast about Nanup, actually, uh, not long ago. It's a pretty interesting place. But yeah. Um, yeah, so just working on that sort of stuff and keeping it busy, but always trying to, like doing a lot of brand work to pay the bills and have cash flow and then always working on that creative side of stuff to get things off the ground and have a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. Nice. so... Um, I'm just just back on your Instagram. We've been enjoying your Instagram stories. Thank you very Thank much you. for that. Uh, Is that the one where he writes a hundred words about a picture word. or something? Yeah, cool. yeah. inspired They're bloody by cool pictures too. Is it the same artist all the time? No, or? it's like I, I follow nearly everyone I follow on Instagram is an artist. There's over a thousand people that. So my my feed is full of just amazing art. Yeah, cool. And then something will jump out, and I'll go. There's a story in that somewhere, and just wow. every morning it's kind of like takes me 20 minutes, half an hour to kind of put that together and put it up. Awesome. And that's a good way to kick, kick start the day. Yeah, it's like making your bed. If the whole day goes to shit, at least you got something exactly. done. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Instagram handle, Tim? Uh, it's at Tim underscore Hawken, H-A-W-K-E-N. There you go, at the very least. You wouldn't be able to hook me up with Jennifer Hawken by any chance, would you? <laughs> oh, yeah, apparently we're cousins. No, shit. Oh, sweet. Different, different spelling of uh, the last name. Bugger. Well, yeah, you would not want to be cousin, get yourself out of the running there. Um, T-Bane, I know that you have got something that you'd like to bring up. Um, well, I can fill in if he's not quite ready. Are we going <laughs> to do this now? <laughs> you're on the phone, so I'm We're not talking about the coronavirus. <laughs> no, 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 we're not talking about that. All right, go okay. on, mate. I know you're itching. Tell us about uh, I was speaking to Azzy last night, um, and for all those fine people who are buying bulk gunny roll, don't worry. Um, Azzy can come to your house and install a bidet. Yeah. A bit, eh? So I've gone for the four Bs approach as opposed to the toilet paper shortage. <laughs> okay, what are your four Bs, Adzi? Well, look, I picked up a bidet 
yep. toilet seat in Indo because uh, I found it was uh, superior technology to what we're currently running over here. So I put that in. That was actually had nothing to do with the toilet paper shortage because it wasn't even a thing when I was in Bali. Yep. Uh, bullets for my gun because I figure... I can shoot kangaroos for dinner. Back to Nana. Yeah, back to Nana. And uh, I can star in Timmy's movie, shoot kangaroos for dinner. And if the world goes Mad Max, I'm going to come around and pull a gun on you, take your fucking toilet paper. Me? Uh, me, me specifically? Uh, or I like you. I like you. There's plenty of people around here I don't. So. No, and then baked beans and beer, you know, so four Bs. But anyway, I wasn't going to bring that up. No, what no, I was yeah, going to bring up. Yeah, <laughs> what so, I was going to bring up is uh, oh, a little okay. section I was hoping to input, albeit briefly, okay. called funny faces. Funny faces. Yeah, As is was, funny faces. Yeah, I just was looking at all the WQS little profile pictures, uh, and I thought, geez, there's a bit of comedy in that. And um, oh, Jacob you, Wilcox, you've, you've set it up for going. Yeah, okay, well, you know, <laughs> Jacob Wilcox, he's a local prodigy. Uh, we absolutely love the man, obviously. Surf's like a hero. He has been painstakingly close to qualifying a couple of years now. And, mate, his profile He'll picture looks like they took the photo at the end of last year right where he found out he didn't make the cut because, mate, I swear to God he'd been crying. He looks so upset. Um, <laughs> so maybe, Jake, you want to uh, get tubed and then maybe get your photo. Change that one up. Not looking too happy. And we'll keep it quick. But um, the next bloke who's been... Standing out at me for a couple of years and really needs to change his picture is a young American bloke called Jake Marshall. And, mate, I don't know what he's... Mate, you're picking on the Jakes, aren't mate, you? I am, I am, yeah. But, uh, mate, he just looks like the scrawniest, dweebiest, computer nerd who weighs like 20 kilos like a drowned rat. He's pale and pasty. And, mate, surely he has filled into that scrawny neck of his and surely... I mean, he's been running that photo for a couple of years. Jake, mate... I don't know what you surf like. Probably really good, I would imagine. But uh, well, seriously, about get your mum to take a new photo, right? Put on some, go and get a tan or, mate, it's a shocker. He looks half dead. So he need really. Sorry, mate. It's not your behavior. <laughs> he, he needs to change that. So, um, yeah, so they're the two that I'll pick on this week. But be rest assured, no one is safe and I will be back. What about Crack Eyes Christie? Have you seen his? <laughs> Ricardo Christie, really? he's seriously, mate. Have a look at his. He's like the iciest eyes you've ever seen. Really? Just staring through the he camera. He would melt the ice man, it would he? It is incredible. Wow. And then uh, I think also you're talking about Jacob Wilcox that um, Ezekiel Loud doesn't look too happy in <laughs> well, his Well, it's photo. funny. I've got that in my notes. When As does you can he, see, when does Zeke, Ezekiel Loud He really does not look he happy. He looks no. upset. Yeah. He's no. angry. Yeah, so that was, it was in my... Future notes yeah. and um, yeah, on the on the plus side of things, Julian Wilson, mate, have you ever seen those school Quaffed. captain Quaffed. photos of the most prestigious <laughs> school in the state? And who's their number one guy with a shiny smile, Julian Wilson? So we'll leave it there, but we'll be back on that front. Sweet. I um yeah, I uh, just getting back to Zeke Lowe, He never really looks happy, does he? Poor no, Blake. He's, not now. Um, yeah, not now. Um, yeah. Well, thanks, Hadzi. That's yeah. We'll be back. Perhaps got legs. We'll, we'll see how we go. go um, I'm just looking at Kyle Lenny, actually. He's a very handsome man, isn't he? No. He's he not. is. He really you, you is. Think? You like yeah. the dark look, do you? Well, well yeah. how's that seductive look that Wiggly Dante is shooting the cameraman Wiggly. right now? That is the old sideways how you going trick, it's that one, isn't side it? Thing. <laughs> Lovely. Um, so, T-Bone, you're talking about a couple of QS events that have been canned because of the yeah, Bintang virus. Yeah, what happens uh, for the Olympics. Um, you, we've got two QS events, uh, Japan, I can't remember the name of the actual event, and the Krui Pro. 
which was was supposed to be a QS five thousand this year, and it was it was gaining a bit of popularity. Yeah, it was a good wave, huh? Gabby went to Kruby last year, actually. That's yeah. right. He helicoptered in. Helicoptered in. Yeah. Classic. Made that. I don't know if you guys have been in Kruby. That drive from the airport to where Kruby is is terrifying. Uh, I've, like I've actually heard five that. hours yeah. of just thinking you're going to die what any knuckle. second. It's heavy. Yeah. Is that like the old Nias drive that you always used to hear so much about? Mate, it's so scary. It's like a, just blind, blind overtakes around yeah. corners with trucks, and it's it's crazy. It's interesting where this year is gonna gonna go, especially in some of the big events of the year um, with coronavirus. I, I think it's out of control myself, but Scullet. Um <laughs> Will they cancel the Olympics? Speaking of the Olympics, I see um, they've made Chopu the uh, officially the, the, the yeah for the surf break for twenty twenty four. Yeah, tell you what, the, uh, the how pump. good's that? A little bit better than Chiba. Yeah, a little bit, exactly. What about the um, the small nations that qualify? The uh, the Panamanians or whatever. They're uh, they don't right. They get good waves, don't they? Well, it's more about the Chinese oh, chemically yeah, induced Panama, team that get chucked well, out of there under <laughs> the enforcement of the communist regime and go get out there and get us gold. In four years, there might be wave pools everywhere, so you might see CBD. Yeah, some. <laughs> Mixed with steroids, it's you might a natural... see like an Afghanistani team or something. <laughs> oh, and then, can you imagine them at Chaves? Oh, it's going to get slaughtered. Yeah, um, interesting. All right, good stuff. We are not far from wrapping up this episode of Barrel Surf Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Um, Curios Cup. Curios Cup nominations. Now, you're familiar with this? No, I'm not. What's going on? As you give it what to us. What is Nick Curios? Uh, dummy, dummy spits. Yeah, just dickhead. Just being dummy a spits. dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone generally. Even knows though he tried to put on a good face during the Australian Open, but um, Namo called each, him out last episode. Yeah, he just flat out named him as flat the out winner of the Curios Cup. Yeah, week. each episode we have a Curios Cup nomination and winner. Um, Get for to the, air your grievances, basically. For the biggest tool in <laughs> you know? surfing, or related to surfing, or not even related yeah. to surfing. Someone who pissed you off on the way over here could yeah. be that t-bone any nominations i do got one um it's a 38 year old from ballina <laughs> she's oh, shit. she's accused of stalking a uh, a former oh. professional surfer um she's actually broken into the uh this person's house mick and, fanning uh, eugene Mick's, Mick fanning, yeah <laughs> she's in love with eugene doesn't she, like mick at all it's she, on, it's she on eugene news. once at a pub <laughs> Thought this is my man. <laughs> Realised it was this other dude, Mick Fanning. Doesn't like him. Trying to just show like the boys a photo. There's a photo of her. Scary. Well, stalking scary. So she, she's been charged with stalking Ooh. Mick Fanning, sending letters of accusing Mick of pedophilia, and then confessing her love on the same same token. But um, apparently, she's been her bail conditions have changed, and she's allowed back into Queensland. So, Mick, if, wow. you, if you're listening, mate, um, don't go to Lettick's head anytime soon. Pretty sure he's not listening, but yeah, keep <laughs> keep your, your eyes. No, out. she's my curiosity. Yes, I mean, yeah. some people would probably like to be stalked by a female, but not not this one. I don't think. No, 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 probably not. Now, don't forget. Uh, I'll get uh, Tim's in a minute. Don't forget that nobody actually listens, Tim. So you can put your nomination forward without any sort of recourse. <laughs> no, no, he's not going to come back <laughs> to bite me. six listeners. Adzi, <laughs> Adzi <laughs> who have you got, mate? Like, mate, I have got a couple of Italian blokes who surfed the fatty left out the front of me hotel who... Um, it wasn't Leonardo Fioravanti, was <laughs> Look, it might have been. But, uh, mate, they just, you know, proceeded to paddle around like absolute gooses in half a foot fat Indo peelers hassling the absolute bejesus out of my missus 
for waves while simultaneously trying to chatter up, basically, and then paddling to her inside and taking waves and just claiming it like they were heroes. But, mate, we all know that if they were any good, they wouldn't have even been out in the first place. So, kooks in Bali who hassle out chicks. Kooks in Bali. Yeah. I, yeah That's I'm going to second nomination. that nomination because kooks in Bali is out of control. Yeah. I mean, geez, I'm a kook as well, but geez, yeah, but, you, know, you go, especially Changu. If you see some hell. chick out there who's obviously a learner, uh, you know, don't go out there claiming that you're a guru because you can get more waves than them because, yeah, mate, come on. Now, Tim, I'm not going to hold you to this, but if you do have one, let us know. Very, very controversial. Sand. Sand. <laughs> Fucking hate sand. <laughs> Mate, it's like my wife thinks it's hilarious as a surfer. I can't stand it. Wow. I really don't like sand. Mate, you are preaching to the converter. Like, get into bed and I've got like, hate and the funny sand. thing is like, I just, I don't dust off my feet. So yeah. I go to bed and there's just sand all in my bed. It's just <laughs> everywhere. I sweep the floor That's three crazy. times a day. Why do you not taking sand off your I feet? I cannot. I just... I don't know, because I'm lazy, mate. <laughs> so maybe I'll get the award next month for being a lazy bastard. But <laughs> Want me to install sand. an outside shower for you? Or Fuck what? you, sand. Yeah. Fuck okay. you, sand. <laughs> Have you I'm ever been you. down to those south coast beaches that squeak under your feet? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's like almost enjoyable, but sort of like fingernails down yeah, the like chalkboard at the same time. That must really wig you out if you don't yeah, like sand. it's not much fun. No, and then it's in your sleeping bag, in yeah. your car. Everywhere. Tent. Yeah. yeah, good times. Can't, I love it. Can't vacuum your car. Can't yeah. get it out. I'm definitely seconding that nomination okay. down at uh, the nose last week. Um, I'm still getting sand out of my car and all the kids' clothes and all the rest of it because that place is really fine and great spot to go because you can park on the beach. But, geez, far out. I sand. actually named my dog Sandy Freckle after my last dog's <laughs> asshole being Sandy at the beach all the time. True story. May or may not go. be true. May or may not be true. On right. that visual. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of freckles, uh, a yeah. bunch of assholes from Norway got <laughs> got given the beautiful. Old, I love that one. That was good. That was good. Got given the old heave ho, yeah. um, and Equinor get my nomination, and they are getting the cup, the Curios nice. Cup. Equinor, yep. Off yep. your pop. Well done. Well done to everybody who paddled out. I went down to yelling up. Yep. Uh, it was a small gathering of maybe fifty people, but um, I actually found it quite funny. We all paddled out in a circle. And we all got out there, and no one knew what to do. Yeah. And uh, you think you think you'd know what to do by now, wouldn't you? You would. Spend enough you know, water. There around. was no leader. I felt like we needed someone in the middle to start a chant or something. So we all went out there. No one. It was people taking photos, going, "Yeah, these guys are doing cool." Everyone went out there. And we're like, "What do we do now? What do you think we did?" Um, paddle back in, splash some water splash in the water. air, splash some fucking water in the, the air, air. Okay. like everyone does. Oh, geez, we nailed that. Paddle back in, but uh, anyway, <laughs> Mate, look, it worked. Yeah, it obviously worked, but I think it'd be good next time to maybe have some direction and someone yeah. in the middle saying, you know, quick speech and just uh, reminding everyone while we're out there. Yeah, exactly. Not but just um, to get a photo and uh, yeah. So, so Equinor, you get the Curios Cup for this, yeah, this episode. Enough. Good You've, had it. You've had it before. Yep. You've got it again, uh, yeah. even though you have pulled out, uh, claiming that it wasn't economically viable, which is probably, to be to be honest, it's probably what the case was. But a good result for people power in Australia, and hopefully there's many more uh, campaigns like this because as the oceans warm up and the rest of the climate warms up, we're going to need this sort of... Uh, action for from the population to take care yeah, of ourselves it, it'd be good for some of these big um energy companies out there looking at renewable energy you know i, I know i did read an article about a, a big player um 
investing more money in solar energy, which... Is that PP, I think, maybe? No, Shell. Or is it Shell? Shell, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would just be good to see those big companies put, you know, looking at other ways to generate well, energy. Because let's face it, we do need energy to make the world go around. We do indeed. Um, um, we're yeah. a sunburnt country. We are I a sunburnt mean, country. You know, country. like, why don't we just put a whole bunch of fucking solar panels out in the middle of the desert and mm, run it right. back somewhere? I don't know. No, well, I don't know what? much about it, but that <laughs> seems like And a the old hemp oil, like because you you know you think surf wax, resin, all sorts of stuff get made from gets made from oil. We all use it. Yep. It's just finding those alternatives that's yep. the key because none of us want to use it, but we also don't want to give up our lifestyle of what what we're doing. So yeah. we're kind of all to blame in in a way of pushing that forward because they're making money. We just all need to kind of pull together and go right. We actually we need to demand start demanding those alternatives. We do indeed, and check out, um, I don't know if you guys are across this, but this is for our listeners to have a look at as well, the New Green Deal, which is a bit of a um, movement across the world currently where they're looking at ways of increasing the, the or decreasing uh, global warming and also increasing economic output uh, just in a different way. If you're interested in having a bit of a read about that sort of thing, check out the WA Greens website. I've actually written an article on that one. So yeah, right. cool. have a look at that. Um, cool. I've got a little yep. small thing that I've just been tapped into Go on, on the recycling front is uh, since we're so heavily into craft beer mm. these days, you know, so they've got those real hardcore plastic sort of four-pack holders. Yeah, I do. Um, and then they're like, okay, well, you know, the old six-pack really... The sort, turtle killers. Yeah, the turtle killers. Yeah. Uh, you know, were so heavily frowned upon. And then like, wow, these things are like twice as thick. But um, not only are they recyclable, but if you stockpile them, take them down to your local craft brewery. I would, uh, I've done it myself here locally at Cheeky Monkey. Bought them in a big stack. Let us like bang, chuck them straight on the canning line and off they go for and another round. Yeah, so they're fine. not just recycled, they're flat out reused because they're so robust. Yep. And uh, yep. I'm sure they clean them or whatever, but... Uh, so I've been collecting them. So everyone, if you're in your craft beers, stockpile them, take them down to your local brewery, save them money, nice. bring down the Sounds price of good, beer mate. and save the environment. Win, yeah. win, win. Think about the little good things advice, you can mate. do. Good advice. All right, last, last uh, comments, T-Bone. Uh, off to Sambao tomorrow. Woo-hoo. That's yeah. a saucy last comment. And it's throw it out Shout there, out to it? Justin at Lisa's Garden. Yeah, yeah West Sambawa. West Sambawa. So, um, yeah, Get looking forward there, to crew. a week of solid but surfing. don't go this way. Um, so... Looking forward to that, Adzi. Good luck to you. Uh, same as every week. Enjoy the small things. Life is short. Death is long. Don't get too wound up about anything. Yeah, that's good, good, as usual. Good words from Adzi. Tim, thanks for coming on board today, mate. You're much, welcome, boys. Much appreciated. Look forward thanks to Thanks for having it. me. Thanks yeah. for the beers. He'll yeah. be back. The ice whenever the, be whenever back. there's cold beer, I'll be. Don't worry. <laughs> the ice man. He's the ice it, man. Loves beer. We've all got something in common here, haven't we? Um, <laughs> yeah, so thanks for listening. Keep an eye out for our release of the hats. We're going to do that very shortly, the Barrel Surf Podcast hats. Check us on Instagram. It's Barrel Surf Podcasts at Instagram, I think. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. Um, any questions, comments, whatever else, get us on barrelpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a review on Apple and subscribe, tell your mates. Love to have everybody on board. Thanks again and speak to you soon. Woo! <laughs>